Hi there, welcome. It is January 26, 2021. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Welcome to today's show. Um, we just finished, uh, it's not live yet, but we just posted a new book on Amazon, and today we're going to talk about Digital Nomad. So stay tuned, give me about 60 seconds, and we'll be right back. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, just as a little precursor to starting the show, if you are a regular listener, you know that um, I have uh, been in the hospital for COVID-19, so I still have trouble breathing a little bit. So if I sound a little funny or uh, sound like I'm breathing hard on the other end of the line, it's just a residual problem from the COVID-19. Um, I hope that... Uh, as my lungs get stronger, that that uh, dissipates more and more and more. So anyway, uh, there's that little PSA for you. Um, today, I published a, a it's a, a Kindle book. It's not a it's not an overly long book, but it's called Digital Nomad. And one of the things that uh, we're learning from uh, being in quarantine, the pandemic, and all that. And I see a lot in social media and it really, you know, and even for myself, it wasn't a result of COVID-19, but a few years ago, I decided I wanted to do what, uh, I wanted to do with my life and not what I had to do with my life. And I've been working jobs and things like that my whole life. That was something I had to do, not something I really wanted to do. So you begin to learn how to repurpose your life. So I want to talk today a little bit about the book and uh, encourage you to go to uh, Amazon probably late tonight or tomorrow and get a copy. Come on now. All right. So Digital Nomad, what, is, what does that mean? You know, Digital Nomad really is, is someone who has an online business and what's cool about having an online business, okay, and there's um, uh, no leash to put you into a office. You can, as long as you got a laptop and a internet connection. Guess what? You're in business. You're live, and so that's kind of the cool thing. So imagine if you downsized your life, where perhaps you were traveling the world in a van, a motorhome towing an RV, and you could pretty much wake up anywhere you wanted to be, see anything you wanted to see, and make a living doing so. You know, and you could be selling, you know, candles, you could be selling photographs, you could be writing reviews, you could be blogging, you could be doing just about anything you wanted to do that you could do or sell your products online, okay, um, you could have companies that maybe you're in a location somewhere. Imagine, you know, companies, what they would pay, and I can tell you it's handsomely, for photographs with their product or uh, uh, doing something that, that uh, promotes a product uh, in locations that you might be where them sending a crew would be literally tens of thousands of dollars but not only are you there enjoying your life, but you've got everything you need to shoot the picture. 
So even if you shot a, you know, $50,000 shoot for half the money, hello, you know, um, so, you know, develop those camera skills, develop, you know, get some B-roll, you know, B-roll is a, is an eight to 10 second blurb, you know, um, they do pay good for 4k. So if you've got a 4k video camera, you're, uh, you'd be in great shape, but B-roll is just taking an eight to 10 second spot of something that maybe it's an eagle taking off of a tree limb. Maybe it's a boat passing by. Uh, maybe it's turning a curve on the highway. Um, maybe it's just trees, a, a deal, you know, and you start posting a, none of, a lot of that and you can actually get a little income coming in from uh, those uh, deals. Don't use, I can tell you this, I have, uh, I used a site where you can post for free. Um, people can come on and they can download your pictures, but here's the problem. They can download it for free and they're asked to give you a tip. Well, I've downloaded, I've had about 50,000 downloads of pictures that I've done and I've yet to receive a tip. So um, uh, I'm actually probably going to kill that site pretty soon and get my pictures off there uh, because obviously lots of folks like them. They're just, uh, you know, I may leave some, I don't know, you know, it, sometimes just having your work out there is good, but it's not watermarked. It's not like somebody can pick up and go, oh my God, Robert Bruton shot that, you know, Um and it is kind of cool to see when, you know, you see a picture that's really taken off. But I do have some good ones on there that honestly, um, you know, you need to get paid for. So you want to uh, make sure that you're posting to sites where people can't download your work for free. They actually have to pay you. And there's lots of ways to do that. So um, you can also publish books, self-publishing uh, like for me, you know, self-publishing Kindle books on Amazon's easy. Um, it's free. Uh, you have uh, uh, not many limitations there. Uh, so it's a great way to get your work out there and promote it. And uh, uh, you don't have to, you know, and you don't have to share in your royalties. You can actually set your royalties to whatever you want. So if you write a pretty good uh, how-to book, uh, that has a lot of your personal knowledge in it, and you've worked hard for that knowledge, you know, then charge accordingly, okay? Um, you can make up to a 70% commission on your work, uh, you know, in allowing it to be used on uh, Kindle Unlimited, uh, you know, those type of things. It publishes it all over the world. It's cool to see royalties coming in from different parts of the world, you know, and uh, so you... Uh, uh, you get some real satisfaction and some professional satisfaction out of that. So it's kind of cool. But basically, going back to Digital Nomad, um, one of the things that really struck me is there are visas. Like, for example, you can get a three-year visa in the Cayman Islands just by proving that you are in ask for a Digital Nomad uh, visa. And basically, you just show them that, hey, look, I got an online business that could be my blog, okay, uh, my website. I show them, and I can get, I can stay in the Cayman Islands for up to three years on that visa, okay. Lots of countries are now offering what they call a digital nomad visa. So you know, you you take your uh, uh, you take your show on the road. You know, imagine waking up in in the morning. Uh, walking out on the beach in the Cayman Islands or uh, swimming, snorkeling, diving, 
boating, sailing, meeting local people and writing stories uh, about local businesses and, and local culture and things like that. How cool would that be? You know, how many travel magazines would love something new on, you know, the Cayman Islands or wherever you might choose to go? You know, whether it's in South America, Europe, uh, you know, anywhere that it's safe for you to travel and go to because of COVID-19. You know, and the other thing, especially with this digital nomad thing, is is just hopping in the car, man. You know, get a tent and a sleeping bag, go start a campfire. And, you know, I, I mean, how flipping cool is that? You know, um, it may not be your cup of tea, but, you know, it certainly I'm certain or I'm certain that some of you are going, wow, I didn't even think about that. You know, making pictures, talking to the locals, you know, finding out what's going on, what's cool. You know, um, you can see all kinds of neat stuff. Maybe there's a local artist that you could do a story on, you know. Maybe there's someone who does really interesting sculpture, you, you know, maybe a famous painter. You know, there's lots of things that if you just go out and explore a little bit. And here's the thing. This is why this is important. When you can get compelling content. Okay, when you can find stuff that's really cool or take pictures of things that people maybe haven't really seen much of, okay, and you start putting that out there, you know, people are going to go, oh my God, that is so cool. I haven't ever seen that. So people kind of start living vicariously through you. Another thing that, that I follow uh, a young couple on YouTube, and I'll tell you a little bit about their story that. I know from watching the videos. I don't know them personally, okay? Um, but I do want to talk about them because I enjoy watching them immensely. And I have kind of put forth my foot in order to think about doing uh, the same thing. If uh, the COVID-19 obviously has uh, uh, set me back uh, health-wise, but it also has set the world back where traveling is not quite as simple as it is. And they've been landlocked a couple times uh, not able to um, sail. But it's a couple who, who are from Australia. They sail around the world. They've been doing it for several years now. Um, they started out with a uh, smaller sailboat, you know, and it doesn't take some big, you know, you just have to have something that um, is seaworthy, that's ocean going. You do need a little bit of a bigger boat, something I think about 38 feet is about the minimum you can sail safely in ocean waters, um, 38 to 40 feet is usually a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good size boat from my research. And so these kids started out and they just basically um, filmed their day, okay? Uh, they make stops in all these little ports of call and uh, they... Um, go out, you know, they film themselves going to the store. They film themselves uh, finding a place that has internet so they can upload their videos uh, to YouTube. They uh, uh, just, you know, uh, tell stories about their life. It's sometimes it's just watching them on the boat, you know. They're not doing anything really exciting, but when you see them going out across the ocean, it is kind of exciting. So, they go around and do all these things. Well, as, as they grew and as their audience grew, okay, they started becoming more and more famous. People were going, oh my God, this is so cool. And they're a cute couple. 
you know, the, the little girl, she's, or I would call her a little girl, but um, the young woman is absolutely, f- she's, she's interesting, she's funny, she does well on the camera, um, she uh, writes music, uh, she sings, a lot of the music in their videos is stuff that she did herself, and so I just enjoy them a lot, and uh, sorry, I kind of lost track of where I was going with this, but the the point is, is that uh, uh, they're not doing anything staged or fancy. Okay, um, they dive with GoPros. They uh, um, one of the, the her husband actually free dives and can free dive to some unbelievable depths. He's he's practiced this and done it, and he's gotten to some unbelievable depths. One of the videos that they did was swimming with bull sharks with a guy who's a guide for that in the Bahamas. Um, I can't imagine getting in the water with 12 and 15 foot bull sharks and going out and getting so close that you're touching their nose, uh, basically with no gear on, uh, free diving, um, is a little bit, uh, uh, on the extreme for extreme sports, but Hey, that's what makes compelling content. I'm not suggesting you got to go out and swim with sharks, but, uh, think about what you could do. That's the equivalent of in safe. Okay. So, you know, they do all these things. Oh, I know what I, where I was going with this. I'm so sorry, you guys, this COVID thing has really kind of, uh, even though I have prompts that tell me where I'm at in my story, it, it sometimes gets a little bit, uh, uncomfortable because you kind of brain fog for a minute, uh, which is a common thing, but of, with people who have suffered from COVID and it, sucks but you know you we're getting through it so bear with me i promise that i i'm i'm not as scatterbrained as sometimes it sounds like on the show but i love the show i want to continue to do the show plus this is my way of saying hey this is kind of what you go through with covid and these are things that that are you know so it's time to tell in that covid story as well so anyway they got they their audience really grew on the internet okay um, there's ways you can support people through a service called Patreon, and you can uh, have subscribers to the content, and you can give them exclusive content, you know, where um, they only see certain things or they get different values for different levels. So... They, they started doing all this, and, and then, of course, obviously, when your YouTube channel grows, they start paying you for advertisements and things like that. But what caught a French sailboat company, uh, their eye was the amount of traffic these kids were getting, the amount of people, the hundreds of thousands of people that were following these kids as they went around the world in this sailboat. Well... This company said, I'll tell you what, why don't we give you one of our boats and you basically have our company name on the boat. They put the name of their show on the sail, which is kind of cool. But they talk about the boat. They go to boat shows on behalf of the boating company. Um, People can go and they share their videos and they shoot videos uh, for the boat company the sailboat company, and they get to sail a beautiful yacht around the world. Um, it's serviced by them. I mean, you know, they, and, and basically they're spokespeople 
uh, with use of a catamaran yacht, uh, you know, as they as they travel the world, which is pretty, pretty cool. So you never know what's going to come of this digital nomad thing. These were kids who were content to go in the sailboat that they had, you know, but yet now they're going around on a 40 plus foot yacht and uh, it's beautiful. It, uh, uh, you know, they now have, and uh, the, the girl got pregnant on, the, on their show. Um, they've had a child and he's a toddler now and it's really cute to watch him and the family just sails around the world going on all kinds of adventures, you know, seeing all kinds of fun stuff. And they started out on a shoestring. They didn't go out with a million dollars, you know. They had some savings and some money, but they were asking for people to support the show. So people from, hell, I've sent money to the show. You know, it may not have been a whole lot every now and again, but when I think about it, I'm going to go, oh my God, I need to go send my, my, my sailing crew a couple of shekels to, you know, maybe it'll uh, buy them a meal or... Uh, buy them a 12-pack of beer or something, you know. But if enough people like me do that, imagine, because they're worldwide, you know, they probably take in a little bit of money every now and again. You know, with COVID, I'm certain that that's probably slowed down a little bit. Uh, They're still out. They still do things. I do know that they've been landlocked a few times, and they've had to stay in safe places and and, uh, uh, that type of thing. And certainly are concerned not only for their own uh, health and well-being, but the, that of their sons. And uh, I know they get out and stuff like that. Here's another thing. They, it, you know, whether you like Greta Thunberg or not, they actually took her uh, from New York. They picked her up in New York, and I think they took her back home to Norway or wherever it is that she's from, Germany or wherever it is she's from, to back to her boat and back to her family. And uh, so, you know... They came across, I mean, these are things that you fall into. This is not something that you applied for. It's not something you went out and asked to do. You know, this is just something that fell into their lap. So that's the cool thing about being a digital nomad. Now, here's the thing. Anybody can do this. You don't need a special education. You don't need special knowledge. I mean, you're going to need to know some things. But to get started, okay, you need a laptop, you need an idea, and then you need to go out and start researching. Is this gonna? Is this something that I can monetize? Is this something that people would actually pay me uh, to read about? You know, it's almost like you're selling a newspaper, a news magazine, to somebody. You know, can I develop a big enough crowd of people watching my videos that all of a sudden now I can start uh, generating income from my videos? That's something I'm working on this year uh, and going to work on very strongly is developing our video channel, developing our YouTube channel, you know, and uh, uh, although some of the videos I've done uh, are okay, they're not getting the traction that I hope, but I'm also not able to promote them the way that I'm going to. So um, I'm excited about that. And I've, and I've taught myself, here's the thing, I've taught myself some cinematic stuff I've watched some videos. I've watched some how to shoot, how to frame a shot, um, how to edit, you know, and I'm using some software that is amazing that's free to use, okay? It is pretty dang cool, 
Um, and there's a lot of big YouTube influencers that use this same software to edit their stuff because it's free. It's not that hard to use and it's very robust. Now they do sell a, an upgraded package. I mean, you can actually get it where you could shoot a feature length film and edit it, uh, with the, the upgraded software that they have, you know, but you'd also have to have some special training to do that. But I've learned how to use the, the basic package, which gives you everything you could possibly want to do with your film. You can color grade, you can do all kinds of stuff with it. Um, and it's not that hard to learn how to do. You just need to do it repetitiously. And like anything, when you practice, you get better and better and better. You start learning things, you, and you know, and it, it becomes easy to do. It's just like writing. You get some basic skills, and then you start, you know, looking at people who uh, who write, and you listen to, th- you know, advice that they give. Uh, you know, master classes are pretty cool. There's a lot of really neat YouTubers that write uh, uh, fun books or they're editors who can uh, butcher your work, <laughs> but they do so in a way that helps you understand how to format a good story, how to tell a story, how to build a plot, you know, and uh, even when you're writing nonfiction, you still need to tell a good story. I tend to write as a conversationalist. I tend to make my reading where it sounds like we're talking to each other or where I'm talking to you. So I tend to be more of a conversationalist writer than uh, than maybe some of the other uh, authors that are out there, but I think that makes me distinctive. So I like that, and it's well-received because a lot of people say, man, your stuff's real easy to read. Um because it just sounds like you're talking to me. So that's an awesome thing. The, uh, and you can do anything. I mean, for me, it's about photography, film, and uh, writing. Uh, for you, it may be you offer uh, IT solutions. Maybe you do social media for uh, people. Maybe you're a painter. Maybe you're a handyman. Uh, maybe you're a doctor, a lawyer. Um, maybe you want to get out and just talk to people. It's not necessarily that you're giving them you know, legal or tax advice, but maybe you're setting someone on the right direction, you know, getting them started, helping, uh, uh, you know, people who are starting out in business, maybe doing some work with SCORE, things like that, the SBA, you know, there's, uh, and then maybe writing stories uh, as you can that uh, talk about the services that you provide. And it could, you know, Maybe you go around the country and, you know, do whatever you want to do. You know, maybe you uh, make candles, you know, at the roadside. I don't know. There's, you know, maybe you do oils. Maybe you do uh, uh, any sort of do-it-yourself type thing. Maybe you're, a, uh, maybe you're a wonderful eater and you love to write reviews or could write a review about a restaurant. So you travel the country going from one fun restaurant to an, another. Look at the guy on the Food Network that that does the uh, goes around to all the what is it dumps and dives or whatever it is, uh, and goes and gets all these uh, finds you know a ten pound hamburger you know four feet of onion rings. I mean, but they're you know a grilled cheese sandwich that that you know uh, 
would back up an elephant, you know. There's but those things are really fun. Those things are really cool and they're a lot of fun to just go be a part of, you know. I mean, there's places in Texas here where, you know, you can eat, whoever can eat the hottest wings and how many of them who can eat the biggest steak in 30 minutes. I mean, there's all kinds of just cool stuff you could go out and and see and do. But if you document it, you film it and you put it out there, you know, and, and people start digging it, who knows where you could go with this? And here's the reason behind it for me. Like I said earlier in the show, it was, I want to do what I want to do, not what I have to do. There's a huge difference. You need to learn the difference between activity and productivity to make this work. You need to learn the difference between resources and resourcefulness. And I've written all about this, all my books, everything, articles, we've done podcasts about it. So there's plenty of resources out there, especially for me, on this subject, So I want to be able to downsize my life to a point where I could go in the summer and grab my granddaughter and say, come on, we're going to hit the road, you know, and go travel the the road with my granddaughter and chronicle her excitement, her fun, and, and see things that we wouldn't normally see, talk to people that we wouldn't normally talk to, visit places we might not ever go to unless we just went off the beaten path to go do it. So how much fun would that be to take your grandchildren out for that? You know, she's getting to an age where she's, you know, that that would be a ton of fun for her. You know, she calls me all the time, Papa, I miss you. I miss you too, baby. And she lives in Dallas. We're about six hours apart. And, you know, I want to be able to uh, hook up my truck and or pick up my motorhome and go, pick her up and go, you know? And so those are exciting things to me. Um, and as she grows, you know, her friends can come, that kind of thing. So see that how that idea can spread into something where you could include your family, you could include your children, you know, you could include your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you know? Hey, come on, we're going to go out and make a film, you know? How many people go out, look at Jimmy Chin, who does... Uh, stuff for Nat Geo and things like that. And he, and basically when he's filming, he's usually hanging off the side of a thousand foot cliff, you know, or they're skydiving or they're skiing in some remote place that they had to be helicoptered in. How flipping cool is that? You know, how cool is that? So if you could think of something that you could do that's extreme, or you could think of something that could do that is absolutely something nobody else thought of, you know? I mean, who would have thought, I, I mean, I, like you look at it, it shows on Discovery, the gold rush and all those things, the, the uh, moonshining shows, you know? All that's been done, but who says you couldn't go, you know, find new people, new, uh, new stories, you know, th- or, or spark you, to say, oh my God, somebody hasn't thought about la-di-da-di-da, you know, we're going to go do this. Talking to people at the ski area, talking to people who love to roller skate. You know, I work, I work with a lady who, in my wildest dreams, I would have never thought, but she roller skates every weekend and loves it, has a ball. 
and she's, you know, an older lady, and, and she goes with the children, and she roller skates, you know, and, and she just thoroughly loves it. So what a neat story would she have to tell? Why? You know, why do you want to roller skate? Uh, watching her skate with the kids, filming that, you know? And people like that. People like that, um, that unplugging from the world to plug into something that's cheerful and happy, if only for a moment, if only for a few minutes, you know? Um, talking to bodybuilders in the gym. Why do you do it? What's, what's your secret? What do you, how do you work out? What do you, you know, what are your secrets? There's all kinds of things. No matter what you love to do, you could turn it into a story, a passion, you know, and, and see how it goes. Talk to teachers who are in a different world today, you know, sometimes they have class, sometimes they're doing a Zoom class. Well, most teachers weren't trained to do an online class. Which, by the way, if you possess that skill, there are apps out there and services where you, can, where you, you could teach someone to do something. Maybe you build wonderful models and people go, oh my God, did you see old Joe's models? He, he built this balsa wood plane that just, you know, looks like the real thing. Built a battleship. He did this. Well, imagine filming that and putting it out and see what kind of traction. It's all about the hits. It's about the getting people to see it, sharing it. And as it builds up and you become more and more famous for it, not only would maybe someone hire you to say, you know, maybe Exxon calls you and say, hey, we want you to do a model of an oil well platform an offshore oil well platform. You get an airplane company that calls you and says, hey, we want you to do a, a build us a big 747. You know? You never know what can come from just putting content out that gets the attraction or eye of somebody somewhere. That's the wonderful thing about Digital Nomad is that you basically, instead of taking your herd of animals from one place to the next, you know, you're moving from one pasture to another, you're moving from one winter location to your summer location, but you're doing this with your digital business. You know, I want to go see what it's like to live through a, a South or North Dakota winter. I want to go to, you know, Banff, Canada. I want to uh, go up to Yosemite. I want to go through Alaska. I want to go, you know, swimming in the sea in Nome, Alaska. You know, I want to see Nome, Alaska. You know, you have to fly there. Plus, it's known for the most alien abductions of anywhere in the entire country. <laughs> so, you know, what's that about? There was a movie made about it, 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 you know, that was based on a true story. And it was pretty crazy. I watched it. And uh, so imagine, you know, all these guys that go around and do these paranormal things. I'm not into that, but, you know, if you like ghost stories, well, you go listen to ghost stories about mines and other things, you know, around the country. But what could you do with that? 
And would you want to do with that? Nothing says that you have to, to you know, sell everything and move, you know, into an RV. You could stay put, but you could develop these side hustles. Imagine what an extra, what would an extra thousand dollars right now today be for your family? What would an extra two thousand dollars a month be for your family? What would an extra five thousand dollars a month do for your family? If now, and here's the kicker, you're doing something that you totally love, that you totally dig. It's not work, it's going out and having fun. You're turning something that you do that's fun into an exciting side hustle, something that makes you money. And that's exciting. You know, every day I, I, on Twitter, I get a, a thing from a girl who, who specializes in, in women-owned businesses and in empowering women. And you see all these girls and women who are quarantined or COVID-19's got them locked down and they're taking these little side hustles that they're doing at home and turning them into businesses, turning them into ways to support their family. And then they're able to quit their job because they generate enough money that they get to do what they love. Imagine if you're in a job that you just, you, it's a job, it's a paycheck, and that's all it is to you. But imagine if you could do something that you love to do at the times you love to do it, make enough, lit, make enough that you can support your family, yourself. What does that life look like? Well, to me, it would be pretty damn cool, you know? Mine includes travel. I want to I get out and see, you know, and do things that I haven't done. And I want to chronicle that, and I want to share that experience, especially with my granddaughter, you know, and the other members of my family. I think it would be really, really cool. So that's why I do the podcast. That's why I write books. That's why I blog. That's why I do some other things that I do. Because eventually, this will come up to a point where I can go, okay, I can safely and comfortably uh, migrate into this is my full-time gig. Not a bad problem to have. So, I'm excited for the new book. It's called Digital Nomad, Living the Life You Dream. And uh, it'll be available uh, probably in the next two or three hours. It has to go through the process at Amazon. And uh, usually that's pretty quick. So um, what do you think about that? What do you think about, you know, uh, being able to uh, hop in an RV, hop in a sailboat, hop in your car? I mean, you have to keep all this stuff simple. That's like when you see me, you know, on video and stuff like that. I try not, you know, I own a Brioni suit. I'm just not going to wear it on a, on a YouTube video that I'm doing saying this is easy to start. You know, I have a, a Giorgio Armani tie. I have a job that used to require those things. You know, used to have to wear a suit every day. Used to have to wear polished shoes every day. 
is to have to have the right haircut every day. You know? But as we've drawn into business casual and we start looking at things, I'm trying to give and say that, you know, you don't need a fancy wardrobe. You don't need a fancy education. You don't need a fancy lot of stuff. Um, When I started out, I didn't have as fancy a camera as I do today. I didn't have as fancy a microphone for my podcast. In fact, right now I'm, I'm doing my podcast from my smartphone. Because I have stuff going on in my office that's too loud and too done. Plus, I enjoy just being out and doing this. So, is the sound quality the very best I want it to be? Absolutely not. But it makes it real. And it shows you that you don't, that don't overthink what you can do. Yes, there are times when I do shows in my office where I have a expensive microphone, I have it hooked up to the computer, you know, I, and it sounds much clearer, much more concise, doesn't sound as echoey, you know, and so you can do that as you develop, you know, but it's also fun to be out in the world, be out where you could be sitting on a picnic table somewhere doing the show. You don't have to, you know, you can go remote. And sometimes that quality is not as good as it is when you're in studio. Sometimes I'm shooting a video from the the camera on my computer. Sometimes I'm shooting it from a 4K video camera. Sometimes I'm shooting it from my Nikon. You become resourceful. You don't rely on resources, okay? Resources come when you get resourceful, okay? So anyway, I'm probably as excited about this book as I have been about any one that I've written um, because this is one of the things that that I really wanted to start doing was we've done, good Lord, um... Gosh, what, a hundred and, I don't know, close to 200 shows. And really everything's been about changing your life. Well, now we're going to talk about, we've changed our life. So now we're going to have fun. So we're going to start talking about how to, to apply what we've learned through the show and through my books And we're going to start applying that to having fun, to living life, to the end result, which is being happy. So that's where the show's headed. That's what we're going to start doing. We're still going to do our study on how to have a positive outlook on life, how to overcome depression, how to, you know, overcome adversity and how to maintain that, how to have a healthy relationship with spouse, children, uh, whomever, work, plays, people, you know. And most importantly, we're going to care, we're going to do a lot of self-care through meditation, yoga, those type of things. And we're going to have a spiritual connectedness. And that's important. And we're going to keep it all in perspective. Keep it simple and keep it fun. We're never going to cloud it up. So, 
I'm excited for the new book, as I've said it about a hundred times, as you can tell. I'm giddy as a kid. So anyway, we will be following up with some more stuff for that. You can find all kinds of cool stuff at robertbruton.com. All of it, uh, my, geez, you can get to uh, the books on Amazon, which you can see my author page, which if you just put in the search Robert Bruton, um, you can find all my books will be uh, at my author page. Um, by the way, when you buy a Kindle book, you do not need a Kindle to read it. You just need a Kindle app, okay? The Kindle app is free. You can put it on your smartphone, you can put it on a tablet, or you can put it on a PC. So um, you don't have to go buy a Kindle because people are saying, man, won't you post it in a, in a book? Sometimes the, the shorter books that we write uh, don't have enough pages to come out in paperback. Um, one of the things that I like about writing uh, e-books and Kindle books is that it's short and to the point. You know, it, I'm not filling it with a lot of fluff. I was born in 1962, you know, in Roswell, New Mexico, you know. Um, it, I don't get into all that fluffy stuff. If you want to know stuff about me, ask, and I'm happy to tell you. And, and I do put some stuff about me but so that you kind of get to know me. But most of it is let's get to the point. Let's, let's, let's make it happen, you know, and uh, uh that's what I always disliked about a lot of books is that I had to read three chapters of crap to get to the brass tacks. Uh, and then it only gave me a little bit of what I wanted to know and not everything. Well, I'm trying to give you everything you need to know to make an effective change today that you could start right now. So that's the reason behind a lot of the things that I do. So, um, like I said, you can get the, the Kindle reader um, for your smartphone and your tablet. It's real easy to do. It's a free download. I, you can download it from my website and, uh, and enjoy the, the Kindle books. And, and I like Kindle books. Actually, I've kind of gotten used to them. I still like the feel of a good book. But, I, uh, you know, the, for, for e-books and short books and, and uh, how-tos and stuff like that, that's pretty cool uh, to have that ability. So... Um, what else can I tell you? Uh, well, that, really, that's it. I'm, I'm just excited to uh, uh, be here. Uh, you know, it's been a tough about three months now, and uh, we're, I'm still suffering some residual stuff from COVID-19, which sucks, but hey, I'm getting through it. And uh, you just uh, keep on keeping on. I'm telling you that it gets better. If you're in a bad place... I don't know why that just came to me, but it did. Just keep on keeping on, man. It 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 gets better. It does. So, robertbruton.com always. You can always uh, ask me questions and, and give me show, show suggestions. And if you think you'd be an interesting guest on my show, then reach out to me and tell me you would and why you would, and maybe we'll put you on the show. Um, we can do it remotely. It's easy to do. And uh, could be a lot of fun. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to our subscribers. Um, for those of you that subscribe to the show, I am very grateful. For those of you that financially subscribe to the show, thank you, thank you, thank you. It means a lot. And if you can, you know, and you do have the ability to subscribe financially to the show, please give us a try. I promise I won't let you down. All right, cool. 
All right. Well, thanks again. God bless you. I love you. Robert Bruton. Bye for now. 